Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here, welcome back. That's right. Welcome back. It's another episode. It's like a little like back-to-back that. episode. You know what I mean? Believe in Commander Show. Anthony Armstrong, Brian Murphy, down there in Atlanta. Uh, this awesome show is brought to you by Bet Online. Um, if you did, you see the game between the Nuggets and the Heat? I was kind of following along on my phone. I didn't. I did not watch the end of it. I, I saw more of uh, uh, Jokic's. Uh... <laughs> press conference and stuff like that just did not look like the guy who had just won his first championship ever but he, he's kind of cool calm and collected which i thought was pretty funny man joker is a talented dude and it's awkward because it's one of, he's one of those guys that you're like man why is this guy so good because none of the things line up with the metrics that you would associate with being good like he's, he's lanky and he's kind of clumsy moving but he's yeah gets all these subtle movements and just can have so much vision um i mean i feel like he's like the quarterback uh on on the field uh on the court for the nuggets you know even though jamal murray is is the point guard i feel like yeah i would say jamal murray is like a Bijan robinson or a, you know a, a prime time obj you know you, right. you can still give him the ball he'll put it in put it in the put in the end zone but joker is definitely the quarterback on that nuggets team Speaking of bet online, would you bet uh, that Jokic and specifically the Nuggets end up with another championship? Let's say in the next three years. Man, you know I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I think that um, they're a team that's been built relatively organically. You know, kind of quietly, just been at the top of the West, and everybody else makes these you know splash trades and forces their way out of different cities and situations to to go build super teams and and all that does is get those things broken up in about a year or two so True. um i think they have they will have enough momentum to ride this wave um a lot of the other players and you know superstars in this league are, are getting older you know yeah. the kds and the hardens and lebrons and those i mean they're getting older it's kind of crazy to think uh, but yeah they're getting up there so you got this this team out there in, in denver and the altitude it can it can make it difficult. So I think they can definitely get one within the next three. I'm going to say no. All of a sudden, the NBA is full of parity where we've had five different championships over the last five seasons. I just think it's tough in any sport to 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 repeat. I, I mean, when was the last time, you know, in, in the big, you know, big three football, baseball or basketball that we've had a repeat champion? It's been a long time. Well, see, you, you say that, but um, I saw the graphic that was saying here are the NBA champions over the past X amount of years. It was like 10 something years. It was three guys. It was Steph yes. Curry, LeBron, and Giannis. Yeah. And, and really, it was like Steph, LeBron, Steph, LeBron, Steph, LeBron. Then Giannis is like, hey, hello, I'm here. And then you got Steph, LeBron. So um, it's, it's been based around those players. Steph's been in one place, Giannis has been in one place. The only other teams has been you know, LeBron flipping around, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that 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 time is 
past. I feel. I feel like yeah. it's. I don't know. I, people tried it, you know, and I think I think Boston's probably going to get broken up sometime here mm-hmm. soon. But I don't know. Well, we'll save that for b- believe in NBA or the believe uh, in in basketball shows. Um, yes. But, but uh, go bet on some of some of those futures and, and different things that bet online. We appreciate them bringing the show. Speaking of a guy, probably not quite the star that we thought he would be after his rookie season, but he's kind of in the spotlight still, regardless of you know the fact that he's only played what three games in the last year and a half. What are we thinking on Chase Young? And specifically, there's been some rumors, maybe more fan-driven and maybe other city-driven, but some trade bait, trade talk around Chase Young coming into, obviously, a prove-it season, fifth-year option not picked up, kind of everything. You know, this is a turning point in his career, whether it's still in Washington or, or elsewhere. I think everybody's kind of looking at this year. What are your thoughts uh, overall on Chase Young, but also as it relates to whether the commanders could potentially, you know, as shocking as it would be, trade this guy this point, uh, you know, during this season or beyond? Sure. I, first and foremost, I just addressed the on-field play. You know, obviously he got hurt in year three. Year one, he's a, a you know, defensive rookie of the year, makes the Pro Bowl, has a, a stellar season. Year two, he falls back and then he gets injured. Now, I, I think that people have to realize this is the NFL. People study tape. When they get enough tape on you, they will study that and they will shut that stuff down. So to me, seeing that natural step back in that sophomore season, that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't didn't expect him to necessarily go out there and surpass what he had done. And, and if he did, I was going to be greatly, you know, uh, greatly, I'd be happily be wrong in that situation. Uh, but having a step back, and, and like they said, they said that that defense, everybody was kind of playing individually. They weren't working as a unit. So uh, I'm not really, I'm not too worried about the on-field play. Uh, everything is, has been mental for me coming back from that injury. That's a major, major injury. Yeah. Um, I see people that have been milking jam fingers since high school, you know. And so this guy had had an ACL, and he's in a position where he has to put that under a lot of strain and stress time in and time out. So um, the way he finished the season leads me to believe that he's going to have a great season. He's going to start out strong. But um, would he be trade bait? I think there's probably a less than 20% chance that you know, he he could be traded. And I just think it depends on the time of the year, the time of market uh, for a Chase Young. I mean, are you talking off-season trade, like something that would happen now? Uh, I think that's very small, very limited. Um, but once you start getting into training camp and into the season, now maybe that's something, you know, if a conversation comes up, if, if maybe the, the team isn't performing like you'd expect, maybe that's when you start saying, hey, let's go ahead and try to get some more assets and be ready for a rebuild. Yeah, I think right now, you know, as as highly revered as he is to Washington or, or or would be to their success, he is not the number two overall pick anymore. You're not going to go flip him for a first round pick, probably not even a second round pick. I think you'd be starting at a third or fourth round pick would be the the highest point that you'd be getting back for. For him, I so think to that's me, a travesty, though. Oh, I, that just I agree. Doesn't seem right, you know. It, it doesn't seem right, but that's kind of where it's at. I think this is kind of you don't see players unless they're like quarterbacks or, or you know all pro wide receivers being traded for anything other than that. Especially yeah. a guy that you know really hasn't proved proven anything in in a couple of years, almost three years yeah. now. So I, I hate it too, but that's kind of the scenario to the point where I'm like, 
do I want to take a, a gamble on a third round pick who I know nothing about, who I, I don't know where I'm going to pick at at this point, or do I want to roll the dice on a guy that was that defensive rookie of the year that potentially could be that double digit wreaking havoc sack kind of guy? I'm sticking sure. with Chase Young at that point. And I'm, I'm with you. I think that the, the timing of it, you know, should, should he be struggling a little bit, you know, in the first half of the season and they're like, you know what, the writing's on the wall. Montez Sweat is killing it on the other side. We're going to sign him long-term. Maybe they do look to flip him. Maybe a third-round pick would be a little bit more valuable. You might kind of yeah. get an idea, depending on who you trade with, you know, where that pick's going to be at. But right now, I think I'm with you. I don't see it happening anytime soon. Uh, I think it would absolutely have to be at that trade deadline, and I, I couldn't really see it leading up to it. Let, let me ask you this. This scenario popped in my head as you were talking about different timing. Let's say, for whatever reason, Washington – Sam Howell doesn't, you know, cut it. That they take a, a major step back. They're sitting at three and six whenever the trade deadline comes. I don't know what week that is. Week I, I figure it's week nine or ten. So three and six, three and seven, just a bad year. It's not going well. They're obviously, you know, Ron Rivera might be on the way out with new ownership, but Chase Young is having a killer season. He's got seven, seven and a half sacks. Are you looking to trade him then, hopefully trying to capitalize on some value, maybe a contender coming in, sweetens the deal up to a second? Or would you be still holding on to him uh, with the idea of signing him long term? Man, you know, that's that is that's the hell of a question. That's the scenario that, you know, I'd be afraid of. Um, And I think you may consider making that move, you know, especially if you think Montez is going to be something if you think. Uh, you got something in, in the young fella out of out of Clemson, um, but now you can at least try to get some assets and, and put yourself in a, some sort of position to either a move up and get a quarterback or try to go get that kid out of USC, get Caleb Williams. I, I don't mm-hmm. think the team's going to be that bad. I don't think uh, so. To be either, in that but... position, I mean, you have to really just like forcibly, you know, lose. I think to to be that bad, you got too much talent. Yeah. Uh, and and I and I mean, golly, this is getting off off topic, but. I, I, I like Caleb Williams. I think he's talented, but good Lord, I do not want to tank for anybody. No. I'm sorry. I don't want to go given. through that. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not. It's not. So, anyways, I, w- I wouldn't go through that, but that, that would be a scenario, you know, where you're like, hey, the value has gone up. Because I think teams teams would be willing. I mean, the Steelers have been tied to it. I, mm. I saw a mock, uh, mock trade scenario that it was a third-round pick and a, and a player from Houston for Trace Young. Um uh, it, one thing I, I thought about is how, for a while, it got to the point where anybody, somebody, anytime somebody left Washington, they went on to have just like a immediate, you know, Pro upswing Bowl, in their, yeah. in their, yeah. It was just like, what happened? Why do you leave? And it's like, oh mm-hmm. well, there's in a different scenario that just works better for them. And I mean, Pittsburgh is one of those places. Mika Fitzpatrick leaves Miami, gets up there, and and he was already a great safety, and now he just goes up and continues right. goes up. But if you throw a Chase Young on the other side of a TJ Watt, yeah, AFC North is probably gonna throw up in their mouth if they if something like that happened. They'd be like, Ugh, "Yeah, can't that, believe it." That's the scenario, and obviously, I wouldn't want that to happen. But when it's looking like a Sam Howell's not your guy, B Ron Rivera's kind of a sitting duck. I'm like, at that point, do I need, like you said, a second pass rusher? Do I need to invest all that money in a team that? 
doesn't even have the quarterback figured out, that kind of thing. I would look into it then at that point. And I think we've seen teams, you know, that are close to competing or feel like they can make a run in the second half of the season. They will sweeten the deal a little bit. I mean, the Patriots, I think it was one year, they, they gave the, the Falcons a, a second-round pick for Mohamed Sanu. And I'm not talking mm. about, like, young Mohamed Sanu or even, like, prime, like, with the Falcons, Mohamed Sanu. I'm talking about, like, one of his last couple seasons, Mohamed Sanu. And so maybe yeah. a team like that, like you said, the Steelers or a team that's competing all of a sudden is like, you know what? He is the missing piece. He doesn't have to be the guy here, like you said, with a TJ Watt on the other side or a, or a Nick Bosa on the other whatever it is. Yeah, I would have to absolutely look into that. But I, I'm, I'm with you, though. I don't see that happening to where I think that it's either Chase Young balls out and, and proves he's he's worthy of that that big contract of, of who we thought he was going to be after his rookie season, or he he just is a, an average guy. And I think it's going to come down to Washington having a pretty decent season, whether they're in the playoffs or not, I think they'll be right on the cusp. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to come down to Chase Young really in, in, in the long run. I don't think it's going to be – I think that I think the decision will be pretty obvious for the commanders come the end of the season. Uh, that, yeah. That's my guess when it comes down to Chase Young. Yeah, and the ideal scenario – and I, 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 I guess the team has the cap room to do it is to re-sign both of those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I didn't know – I didn't think it could be – could happen, but I guess there's enough cap room. But, I, you know, like you said, having a rookie quarter rookie quarterback contract on the front end, that gives you that wiggle room to, to be a little bit more uh, spend heavy on that on that opposite side of the field. So, and Yeah, know. and then you've got Cam Curl in there. So, I, yeah, I don't know how they're going to make the dollars and, and, and make it all work, but I, I would love to have all these guys and all of them playing at their absolute best. You know, Montez Sweat and – uh, Chase Young combining for 20 plus sacks every year. I want that to stay in Washington and I want that to be the case, but it's kind of up to these guys. I think that they are motivated. It sounds like everything from OTAs or, or you know, they weren't at the OTAs, you know what I mean? But the mini camp, it sounded like they looked fast, they looked strong, and hopefully that continues into training camp. And like you said, I don't know that it's a physical thing because you look at those two guys and they are massive, they are strong, they are really, really fast for how big they are. I think, like yeah. you said, it, it's it's mental. I think it's for for both of them. It's it's mental that you know it's taking that next step. It's 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 you know realizing that their backs up against the wall and how are you going to respond to it? And I, I think they're going to respond big time. And I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah, they. I mean, they're out there working with Warren Sapp. You know, this is I think the second time he's been around. You got you know Ryan Kerrigan in the building. Jeff Scanina, um, who played Jeff like Scanina. almost 20 years in the league. Yeah. Yeah, you're just you're surrounded by so many uh, talented defensive linemen who have done it in the league. Um, you, you, you're you're bound to soak in some of that knowledge through osmosis. You know what I mean? You just kind of absorb it, um, and then it's, it's going to make its way onto the field. Guys tend to get motivated when they got some uh, money to play for. So uh, the rest of the NFC East should be on notice. And you said over twenty over twenty sacks between those two. That's that's the number you think you'd put on the over under if, if there was oh. a one for combined sacks. Shoot, I would I think that would be an ideal scenario. I think realistically, I think I'd put the number at like thirteen or fourteen and a half. That'd be about seven each. Okay. I, I'd feel more comfortable, you know, maybe taking the over there. I would take okay. under twenty right now, but I'd love to be proven wrong. Yeah, 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 please, please. Hell, I already said Chase had 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 six and a half. I put it at six and a half. Um, and I took the under in, in a in a in a reason to kind of poke the bear. 
You know, like, come on, man, six and a well, half. You can't. Well, it's like we we've mentioned T.J. Watt. I, I briefly mentioned Nick Bosa. There's like a Miles Garrett. Those guys, you don't question whether or not they're going to have double digit sacks. You question whether or not they're going to be flirting with twenty plus. And right. I think that Chase Young can get to that. And I think he has the body type. He has the the skills. I think, like you said, it's all mental. It's like, what are you going to do now? The team doesn't feel comfortable investing all that money in you. You've got you've got your chance to prove it. Go do it. You've got Anthony Armstrong doubting you on his podcast. <laughs> Go prove everybody wrong. And I think Chase Young is the is the guy that, that that can do it. So I'm excited to see what he does this year. But right now, you have to understand why the Commanders aren't committing. Um, but you can also understand why Chase Young is going to play with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder next year. He, re- he really is. He really is. NFC's quarterbacks, watch out. The Predators on the loose. He is motivated and ready to get after y'all's behind. Um, if that does make it on the bet online, take the over. Do that for yourself. And uh, use our code BLEAV. Get that welcome bonus, 50% for your first uh, first bet. First mm-hmm. bet. So don't be trying to use it over and over again. I don't work <laughs> once. No. Yeah. I tried. It didn't, it didn't work. So I tried oh, it. Got you. it yeah, I, well, you know, I was like, eh, well, maybe it's my first time logging in. Let me try that. And they're like, yeah. no, no, one bet. Um, so do that. Give that a try. Hey, hit us up on Twitter, all social media at Believe Commanders. Want to know, uh, would you trade Chase Young? Let me know. Yeah. Let me know. And I know there are different scenarios. Of, like we, we mentioned, like something right now, something maybe in training camp, or would, would it be something down the line on a trade? Uh, deadline that could be a great poll. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to put that poll out there. I might I want to put. That I think we might need there. to post. I think we might need to post this video and see that. Some well, of I don't want comments. We get. I don't want to put no. I mean, I don't want to trade him. How about that? Uh, that could be an option on the poll. You say the answer is D. Uh, you don't trade him. He balls out. You keep him in the building. So I don't. Know. That that's the one. That's the ideal for me. Like, yeah. Personally. Person. And hopefully you're listening to us all season long and it's week 12 and Chase Young has got 15 sacks and is leading the the charge for defensive player of the year. But you can listen to us all summer long, all the way into the season. Listen and watch us. There are all kinds of ways you can watch Believe Show. So hopefully we can make it on the list and be on some of those shows. But you can always hear us on TuneIn, Sirius, uh, Stadium, all your favorite streaming platforms. And as always, we post this to youtube on the believe channel as well so plenty of ways to check us out we appreciate you checking us out and uh we'll be back you know kind of uh checking in on the team throughout the summer throughout june into july into training camp when things start ramping up but we appreciate you listening and watching uh AAA. anything before we go man y'all enjoy y'all summer y'all be safe and make sure y'all tune in share this with a friend see you guys on the next episode of the believe in commander show I'm Anthony Armstrong for Brian Murphy. We'll catch you on the next one. (laughs) See you guys later. Be good. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.